All right, here we are. We are here after a huge, I almost said W because it kind of felt like it. We're here with a draw. And I was talking to Ariel Costa in the chat earlier. And to him, that means a W, that we got a draw with our kids on the field and no DPs to field. So, you know what? I'm kind of inclined to agree. I'm going to say that's W, so I'm going to have my uh, my W drink out tonight. Take it oh, away, it's an, it's an entire giant goblet of uh of beer. It's like three beers worth in a in a in a cup or whatever this is a glass. I thought you were gonna say whiskey or something or uh, or mead. That would be. Oh yeah, no, maybe cool. maybe for like when we win a championship, we'll break that the yeah, good, the really good stuff out. Break out the mead. I mean uh, the mead. Yeah. Break yeah. <laughs> out some seventeen hundreds. All uh, the mead in the mead oh. hall. Yeah. Oh man, that'd be amazing if. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> alcohol could keep that long. Be yeah. kind of gross, but uh, what was it gross? Was this result? Uh, we, I think we, we played like we were the better team. They smashed and grabbed uh, their goals, that's for sure. But ultimately, there was maybe some justice uh, to be had a little bit. But uh, yeah. We uh, we just love conceding early and scoring late. It's just we we're like that. Uh, we're like goosebumps or something. You know what I mean? Like we are formulaic. <laughs> we absolutely tell the same tale every single time we play, and it's just ridiculous. How I mean, like it just doesn't change. We always concede early, and score late. And more often than not, we have been we have been drawing in this undefeated streak, but it's still an undefeated streak nonetheless. The uh, club record is what eight or something like that. Uh, yeah, because seven is yeah, so it's seven is the current record, and we just we just tied it in the unbeaten streak tonight. Um, and I thought that was about to be out the door. Woo! <laughs> Uh, it looked grim until stoppage time, uh, until the kids came on, and uh, but yeah, before that, I mean Tyler Wolf, I mean yeah, definitely he is on a scoring spree, so he's going well. He's also on a scoring spree. Nick Romito, who's scored eight goals for Atlanta United two with three assists, and he scores another one here, and yeah, unmarked back post, Lennon with that stand up ball and. We are the cardiac kids. We Seriously, don't know. We just do not know how to make it boring. And, uh, that's just that's not in our cards. That's just not our mo. We don't do that. It's an exciting that's team a... to watch because you never know what's going to happen. So you have to stick till the end. Yeah. I imagine that, despite what's going on on the field, a lot of people don't leave the stadium early. I want it. I'm sure. Contrary, there are there are a lot of people that leave, but uh, all those people that left, they missed out. Yep, that's why you don't leave. I mean, I get it. They gotta drive like all the way back to you know, yeah, like Marietta and like crazy places. So, right, I saw a lot of people with kids. Even though, yes, see this right now. It's a lot away from them right now because there's so many people. Yeah, 
Can't can't really hear you right now. Try and talk a little louder. Yep. See you right. Exactly. That's what I'm trying to say. R.I.P. You you are you are catastrophically breaking up. Can't really hear you. Oh, oh dear. Okay. Yeah, this is what I expected. Anyway, uh, yeah, it's two headphones. Uh, the other one's broke. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to make you. Is this better? Yeah, it, you haven't broken up in a minute. Yeah, that's good. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Well, anyway, so, uh, yeah, I mean, we, we get a nice view of the stadium now, so that's. Uh, oh, you sound much better now. Better. Okay. Oh, good. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, depending on how many minutes uh, you guys missed of what I was saying, but uh, way, just just one minute. Uh, Okay. Well, I mean, give us your assessment, Michael, how uh, okay. how you saw this match. Yeah, so I thought, um, specifically in the first half, we played very well. Um, outside of <laughs> the one-minute goal, which was, I, I'm not I'm not even quite sure what that was. Um, if I had to break it down, I guess it's, like, both goals, to me, didn't seem indicative of, like, our system failing or NYCFC's system prevailing over ours it just seemed like bad luck uh even the first goal i mean you you got to step to the guy a little bit earlier than that gutman is known to be at fault for this type of thing he constantly lets balls across the face of goal he constantly lets shot on goal from that position i mean and so i mean i guess people target it and they look for that and they try and do that um but I mean, like, there isn't. There's only so much you can do. He he put his body in front of it. He tried to be as big as he can. He's not very big. Um, he put his hands behind them to make sure he didn't get a handball. Guzan tried to cover the you know the near post, which is what he should be doing. And the guy went long with it, and he, he slotted home a really perfect shot that he had to hit. And I mean, outside of other people like crowding the box, which is a little early to do and, and hurried, and not everyone is kind of up to the game speed that. Pereira, whatever that guy's name was, who scored the goal, was he was clearly up to that speed already. Um, so that was a bit of us being caught a little unaware, a little slow out the gate. Um, so again, I don't think it's indicative of anything that like is like, oh man, Atlanta United, we keep doing the same mistakes. That was an I don't think I think is a kind of a new mistake, <laughs> so of sorts. Um, so well, let's pause there on that goal because yeah, I think it is something that okay. We let them into some of the uh, very dangerous zone uh, in terms of anything, often, I feel like. And so there is a little bit of this where I think once he had the ball, Pereira, outside of the box, he looked absolutely dangerous and only to score. And mm-hmm. I, I was crapping my pants already when he was right there. And... <laughs> And then he scores, and then I'm like, it's just, it, I, I think it is something um, indicative of where Gutman, I think, does not, like you're saying, uh, recognize the danger earlier. And that's where it is. It's like, just too many times, uh, we just kind of let him waltz into the zones that are really great to score from. And Guzan, could he have done better? Maybe, maybe. Maybe, but yeah. It is, 
Yeah, but I think it is still. It's just like. I mean, what you got? You have to cover. You have to cover the near post. You have to. Exactly. And he, so right. it forces him to have to hit a perfect shot that almost not Megs Gutman to go in on the far post. So, I mean, like again, I don't like. What are you going to tell Gutman to do next time? Like close him down sooner? Well, yeah, of course. You don't think he yeah. thought that? <laughs> I mean, of course he thought I need to do something, and he's going to try and do something. But clearly, he felt he couldn't. Like he's not an idiot. He would have thought. I either close him down or he probably thought if I try and take the bait and close him down, he's going to twinkle toes around me or he's going to get a pass off that opens things up. So he, he thought he was doing the right move by just holding his ground um, and trying to block a shot or something. So like, I mean, I don't really know if it's again, like if it's a system issue or if it's just like an, like as Pineda says, sometimes an individual, it's an individual error in that moment. It's a switching off. Uh, and not being switched on from the, from the minute. Yeah, the and you know, second. fair play to New York City for pushing the envelope at from the very beginning and catching us off guard because we clearly weren't in the game state yet. So, yeah, and that's to your point exactly what it might be is that they are targeting that side because they know there are some deficiencies that can be yeah. attacked, and that's what it is. I mean, it's like, but yeah, go on the uh you know your assessment yeah yeah so that was just that part but the rest of it like i thought the first half they did well um i was impressed with how the midfield worked i mean we still saw some issues with the defense trying to link up with the midfield which is you know now that is a systemic thing that has always plagued us um however once it got to the midfield when you had firmino and you had a bar in the midfield they were able to actually do some pretty good link and play with the offense that was very encouraging because you saw people running onto the ball from long distances like Caleb Wiley. And you had, I mean, that link up between like Wiley and Sajic and um, who else was it? And I forget. Anyway, there was that, that was like a triangle of players that were doing things there um, that were, well, it was exceptional. Just uh, like that through ball, Wiley runs on it from Sajic or whatever. And it was. Like multiple times, this chemistry was working well. I was very happy to see that because we didn't see a lot of that. We don't see a lot of that um, when Wiley doesn't start, and when you know we we we've been thinking, you know, we it, you know is that is Wiley going to continue to do that even if he starts versus if he's brought on as a super sub because everyone thinks oh he's a super sub of course he's going to run run past people open up space because everyone's tired and he can run right that's why he comes on. However, now he's start, we can see he can do that when everyone's still fresh legs, still open up the game, and still score early or attempt to have us be put in a position where we can score early. So I thought that was very instrumental, um, opening up the game and causing a lot of fits. That matchup between like Wiley and Gray in the back was wonderful to watch. Gray was out of his depth, and we were exploiting that continuously. Um, second half, once... Uh, New York City also scored their second goal. It definitely seemed like we switched off. Uh, there was a drop in intensity quite clearly. Uh, I saw us losing more duels, losing more uh, like 50-50s. And it, that started. I started to see frustration and stuff settling in again. Um, and I'm like, oh my goodness, the same old, same old song and dance. So I was expecting this to kind of putter out. But I also kept in mind, like you said, we're the cardiac kids and... We always seem to have something in the last 15 minutes. They make this crazy push where it's like everything's on the line and they pull a rabbit out of the hat. In this case, 
Firmino, uh, Firmino acted as the magician. So um, I was really happy to see him get well, that's his first goal in his first career start, right? So that was pretty cool. Their minutes, yeah, yeah, okay. And so either way, I'm that was awesome. That's got to be amazing for him, amazing for us. We, I, like I said, we didn't win at home, which of course you always want to do. But in this case, when we don't have our DPS and Tyus Magno's on the field for the other team, that's that's in my book a win. Yeah, and especially when uh, you know Miguel Barry has like five touches. So uh, <laughs> it's it's really just like we we're playing with ten men. I mean, it's he's barely doing much, but he plays the whole ninety. Somehow we pull out this result. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't want to rag him too hard, but it's it's dire when he, when he starts. It's just I don't know what he offers. Like he offers a bit of energy to press, but otherwise ineffective like just really not touching the ball really not doing much uh i i counted one instance where he, he beat his man and he crossed the ball but it was right to yeah the most notable thing he did but uh i think someone that came on that uh actually was dictating things and kind of playing the 10 position was Mitchell Chol. uh the first minute he came on he uh yeah made a marauding run uh, near post, took a shot, almost, almost leveled it. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's uh, like you, to your point, Caleb Wiley. Yeah, he was an outlet all night long. Um, Lennon as and well. And Wolf, with, uh, Wolf was doing good on the right as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, we kind of uh, <laughs> yeah, it's odd. We we were going away from the modern game and playing with uh, you know, kind of. Uh, you know, traditional wingers. Yeah, young, energetic, and, traditional wingers. Right. And so, because they, you know, it, it is one of those things uh, Pineda could invert them, but I think he realizes maybe both of them don't have quite the shot shot. That, uh, yeah. You know, the uh, what's needed per se. But, yeah. And Pineda was saying still... we need to change it up by just feeding, being able to feed Yakamagas more efficiently, which traditional wingers seem to be able to do. So, so yeah, definitely there is that. Um, yeah, Abara I think had a really strong match. Uh, yeah. yeah, I was afraid he was going to get. I, th- I was afraid he was going to get his yellow. I was ready for yeah. it. I was so ready for it. I'm like, no, we're gonna. Uh, but we're gonna have him for the NYC for the uh, Red Bull match. So that'll be interesting because. That's a physical match, and we need to boss them. So he's there for that, and I'm happy. Yeah, and I think that will be interesting because it's, uh, yeah, you know, obviously Sosa, I think, would be the person that's better on the ball, but maybe we don't keep it. Maybe we don't keep the ball against uh, New York Rebels. Are you because... suggesting Pineda adjust tactics? Are you suggesting this? No, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's bananas. That's bananas talk. But, uh, but also, okay, someone who had a fantastic match, Juan Porata. Yeah. Oh. That he slide tackle, played, yeah, that one, that one the throw oh. in two, like, that's class. Yeah. That is ridiculous what he did. I mean, he turned on the Jets. Who knew he had that pace on it? I don't think anybody expected him to not only catch up to him, but win the ball off of the player and win the throw-in. 
I mean, stop the counter yeah. completely. Parata, wow. I, th I think I heard yes. like Jason Longshore say something along the lines of the the New York City player being quote unquote apoplectic about how it was off of him and not Juan Parata. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. The NYCFC player was the favorite for that ball. Yeah. Like the, yeah, Parata uh, deserves the plot. It's, uh, it's not a clean sheet uh, today, but I don't know if he was really at fault tonight. And, I mean, he, uh, he led that back line as well. I could, you could see him being very vocal, dragging the line forward when necessary, when Guzan was ordering them to. Uh, you know, it's a, a young Noah Cobb who I was, <laughs> I don't know, like we didn't really have another center back uh, that was, you know, somebody that's ready on the uh, on the bench. So, you know, Cobb got that cheap yellow. And yeah, I was sweating. Yeah, I was like, uh, who's going to come on and <laughs> play center back if we yeah have to replace Gutman can play anything so, put him in anything everyone was talking about him playing strike earlier play, today yeah. this is true I mean and yeah Gutman uh despite that uh you know that first minute uh goal he was he just takes it upon himself and he was making run after run uh beating his man on the dribble multiple men in traffic yeah constantly when we we really needed to move up the pitch he was asking and the defense questions so many times, yeah. like, "Oh yeah, you're gonna stop me? You gonna trip me? You gonna trip me in the box? Come on, do it!" Yeah. I was like, yeah. "Yes, pressure them." Yeah, and it's that's exactly what I mean. It, it's one of those like lead by example guys. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean he. Yeah, we like to use the term energy leaders. Yeah, and uh, yeah, not energy vampires. He's an energy yeah. leader for sure. Yeah, like not but like Colin he, Robinson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's a uh, that's a deep cut there for anybody yeah. that watches. Uh, Next new season coming out show. soon too. Yeah, man. Yeah, I've I've only seen that first season, but it's so good, so so good. Definitely see that. Uh, yeah, the mockumentary movie from uh, yeah, yep, yep, yep. In Jermaine, yeah, it's so good. Um, if if you no one knows what we're talking about, it's uh, what we do in the shadows. It's a really good show. Watch it. Um, so yeah, anyway, so, back to the game. <laughs> documentary <laughs> about vampires anyway yeah. yes back to this game so yes gonzalo pineda i mean yeah starting four homegrowns we haven't even talked about that yet i mean yeah you know no dps four homegrowns and i mean we look like a team that was playing like a team i tweeted this we were not playing hero ball we were actually passing and moving what yeah yeah combination play it was amazing to see yeah, it's, it's <laughs> you know something that I think we've been calling for, but I think it's the personnel that you know. Well, you know what it was. That. You know what I think it was. A lot of that had to do with it was you saw a lot of the young guys making runs off the ball, and yeah. so it gave outlets for people who had them. So it's like you know, and and it was funny. I made a joke in the chat too, where you know, uh, kind of like as the as to point to the opposite of this when Hosetu came on. I feel like he made more back passes in the first like 10 minutes than our entire team did the whole prior like 80 minutes or whatever it was when he came on. Um, and I'm like, this is this is how you kill offenses. Like when when he gets the ball and he just goes like, 
Where do I need to? I'm gonna take two hours to see surveil where everyone is. Okay, no one's available. I'm gonna pass back. Like every freaking time. But you know, the rest of them though, they would like you know t- little ticky taka. This they were quick running. Give me the ball. You go. I'll get it back. You go, you know like give and take. It was great. And we we just don't we just don't see that. So it was really great to see that from the kids. I mean, we didn't see this in Columbus either when the, a lot of the kids were on there as well. So it's. I, I was not expecting it to say the least. Right, it's uh, it's refreshing. I think that's the word. And uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, yeah. When Fisher was on, I think yeah, you see energy from him. He followed up that uh, oh, man, that almost goal, man. That this was there were some really good uh, set pieces in defense and attack this match. Uh, some routines uh, on an NYCFC corner. We put two men forward in Wiley and Wolf on opposite sides of the pitch on the left wing and the right wing. And they had to have two less players. And so that was, I think, really brilliant because it led to that corner, or not corner, it led to that counter that uh, was the outlet ball for Wiley to run onto. He crosses it. It's a beautiful ball. And Wolf, I don't know how he missed it know how he missed yeah. it yeah yeah it's uh that would have been a brilliant counter-attack yeah like, oh but uh and then the follow-up with fortune unfortunately yeah it's parried out for a corner but man that that's an almost goal that has i think a lot of fans and the players probably talking to themselves where it's just man how yeah it's how? It like hit off his boot and it went backwards somehow. I was like, how, what, how, what kind of physics did he invent for that to happen? But I want to talk about that for a second because it's like, all right, so if we don't let a free goal in for no dang reason in the beginning of the game and Tyler Wolf puts in a goal that 99.99% of strikers put in, you're looking at a 3-1 game where we're easily winning this game. Like, I don't like it's it's bizarre how the game changes if like we we just that first goal should never happen so like yeah and then the the goal Tyler was about to score that he didn't should have happened I don't it's I don't know it's like what kind of what kind of universe are we living in when those things get taken away but it's given like Firmino has to score like a an amazing header to to equalize it. It's like, all right. I mean, okay. Like Tyler has to shoot it past the. It has to like go through, face through the goalie's body to get into the net. But you know, we let in a soft goal in the very beginning, and uh, Tyler misses a literal sitter. So it's like, okay. Yeah. Literally, <laughs> yeah. His his butt is in the goal, and the the ball is not. It's yeah. Man. Yeah, I, I made the joke in the, in the chat earlier where it's like Atlanta United yeah. just likes to play on hard mode. Like, okay, we're going to give you a goal in the very beginning because we know we have to, you know, we're going to score a bunch. And then Tyler's like, you know what, eh, this is a little too easy. I'm just going to let that one go. Yeah, no, it, it's a little bit of that, right? Uh, he scored from more than five yards out this match for the first time uh, <laughs> this season. And then this uh, is the literal sitter. It's I mean, I don't think we're gonna rag on him too hard because I mean, he had a really good match. I mean, he uh, yeah, he was definitely tracking back well. He was giving good energy, uh, work rate from attack and defense. 
So I think, you know, it's, uh, I think you'll forgive missing a sitter when he, uh, you know, gets that equalizer early. So, but. I forgive yeah, it I if, mean, if it, we didn't let in a goal in the first minute, but. I know, right. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, and so it's, it's a match where, you know, there's a lot of, I think, really decent individual performances, uh, especially without three DPs. I think, uh, you know, NYCFC coming in, they were pretty epically bad on the road. And, yeah, I think winless, apparently, uh, away this season. But, uh, and still winless, but yeah. they gave us a scare. And... <sighs> Uh, you know, it's uh, and, it's and when you those... could sub in Tyler's Magno and late in the game, I was like, oh no, oh yeah, it's uh, and we have pretty much, yeah, I mean, we we had to sub in some hot Atlanta United 2 players, but I mean, given you know the uh, the swing of that, I think you take Tyler Magnus probably nine times out of ten, yeah. probably, but yeah. you know, it, uh, it worked out, and uh, you know. <laughs> We have a uh, we have a transfer window coming up that might be able to help and kind of restore some of the coffers because Luis Araujo caught a flight before the match and yeah you know he uh, he posted on his IG he and his wife kind of like celebrating playing a little bit I find it odd that you know he he traveled today it was like, he could have. Kind of gone like Monday, Tuesday, tomorrow. I mean, I mean, you really you think know, he's gonna want to watch like <laughs> uh, the twos essentially play <laughs> in MLS? I don't know. <laughs> right. Well, either way, I mean, it could have been earlier. It's it's just odd. You know, it's an odd happenstance that he happened to travel. Well, he's he's been odd for us like the entire time he's been here. So it's is what it is. It's true. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> he and, he uh, left the but... same way he came. <laughs> Yes, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, Tiago Amada, he had a missed out, miss out completely. So you know, that's that's something that's yeah. I mean, would that have helped us win the points? Eh, maybe, maybe, but uh, you know, so that's that's a bummer. Uh, Yorgos Yakamakis, of course, uh, still on international duty. I mean, just a we we went in this game with. <laughs> Probably not high hopes, I would say. Uh, I would say, looking at that lineup, the best case was a draw, and I think that's pretty much how it played out a yeah. little bit. But yeah. in the run of play, we actually were the better team. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. That's the uh, that's football for you. That's and the, the, the stats uh, show it too. We had more possession. We had more everything. So you know. Um, exactly. Um, all right, yeah. so I am happy to announce we got Niall joining us. How you doing? Oh my boy, coming on in, Hello. coming in hot straight from the stadium. <laughs> What's up? How's it going? What are your thoughts on this match? Ooh, what a game! I mean, <clears throat> the the start was pretty pretty bad. I mean, the way that we just conceded within. I don't know. I kind of lost track, but like just a couple of, yeah. couple of seconds, uh, like twenty seconds, maybe twenty seconds or so. Um, yeah. It was a. To be fair to, I think it was Pereira that scored the goal. I think it was a decent, decent goal, but still, the you have to, you can't really concede it like that that early in the match. Um, 
But I yeah, you take like psychic damage about it yeah. too. It's not just <laughs> physical damage. Yeah, you take psychic damage, but I was honestly surprised by how well the team responded after that. The ability to just because after that goal, we were kind of just we didn't drop our heads or anything, especially with a young team that didn't have any DPS whatsoever uh, on the field. So the ability to just kind of um, to just not drop our our heads and be able to just push forward, and then you know Wolf got that got that good goal, well played, um, and then you go down again after I think it was a mistake from a Johnny, which which kind of which sucks because I thought that he had he had a decent match I thought um, apart from the mistake, but and then <laughs> once again like you bring on Firmino who's done well with with that line United too, and then he just comes off the bench and just. Yeah, I mean that's a storybook ending. Really, he gets his like debut, debut goal, and yeah. So I mean, it it was always gonna be tough. I think you know people were kind of saying, oh, NYCFC have struggled, but I mean, regardless of whether they've struggled or not, they're still they're still clearly talent on that on that team. Um, they still have a very talented squad. Like Pereira, for example, he's I think this is like the second time he's caused Atlanta trouble. Yeah, because I I remember the last game that he. I think he scored. I think right at the, I think towards the end of the match or some, something like that, or no, not towards the end, but like right, right after GD scored. I think he scored this like pretty crazy goal. Um, so, so they have talent. So, but the ability to just sort of be able to get a point with, with no DPS. I mean, I think like the kids, for example, really showed up tonight. They showed um, some personality, and I think Pineda has some tough. Has some tough decisions to make for for the next match, especially like like Wolf for example. Um, he scores a goal and he just looks. He's getting in the right right positions and everything. He's doing everything that you're asking for him. Probably more than that. But but yeah, I'll, you t- you take the point. Um, we're still in fifth place. Um, so we're still in fifth. We were in sixth coming into this. Yeah, we were in sixth, but um, I think or- Orlando at one point was was winning <laughs> was winning, but then against. Uh, Philadelphia, but I think Philadelphia, like they were able to salvage a draw at the last um, at the last minute. So, I mean, you take the yeah, we we made ourselves into fifth. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> MLS. <laughs> but like, so you take the point, and and you know, you see what happens. What happens on um, on Sunday? Or no, not Sunday, Saturday. Saturday, me, yep. Against uh, against the uh, New York Red Bulls, who I think they're also struggling but they mm-hmm. were able to uh, <laughs> kind of like us they were able to get a, get a tie at the end so <laughs> but yeah, um, although, I, I'll, I'll just say one to... thing is that um, you know I thought Johnny Forge had a great game um, for, yeah. every, for everything and that mistake that happened for him mm-hmm. like we were talking in the chat yeah like you know young players will make mistakes like that but I don't think it's like really that much on him because that was a deflection that awkwardly got to him he wasn't expecting that ball at all so like when that hit his foot and then bounced all bounced away like he he had no like what in my mind i feel like he didn't have really the ability to control a deflection coming at him randomly so he did what he could and it just ended up in a bad situation which was kind of like how you know like i was saying in a couple of games and the announcers were talking about this on the commentators on on apple tv uh like Atlanta just keeps getting like hobbled by these random deflection slash 50-50 balls where the ball just happens to land on 
one of the most dangerous players on the other team's foot in a really bad position where neither system produced this result. It's not like the one team's like, all right, we're going to plan for this and here's how it's going to happen and we're going to calculate and get it. And so, you know, it's it's just like, ah, crap, it happened again. Like, I don't know. Like, that's why AJ's like, well, what's the diagnosis here? I'm like, I I, <laughs> I don't really know. It's just, it just kind of sucks. You know, sometimes it happens. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I agree. I think so, so the goals today that we conceded, I think, were a bit... I mean, apart from the first goal, I think, which was a, a good goal. Um, the I shot had to be on, yeah. The second goal, for example, I, I think that was a bit of an unlucky, uh, unlucky, unlucky goal. Um, I think that we were, per, I think we were the better, the better team on the night. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, and that's kind of what makes it frustrating not to get the three points here. But at the same time, I mean, you have to take into perspective the game context. You're without three of your DPS. You're uh, missing some some players, and but you have these young players that have been, you know, showing that hey, like I can step up whenever um, some other players are out and, and do the job, and that's what that's what Wolf and I think also Cobb, for example, had a decent had a decent game too. He did. Um, so all of those young players that that started today, I, I think they kind of showed that hey, like I can step in when needed. So and then that's it's about that's time because they haven't done that in the past for us in the first team. Yeah. So especially with Noah Cobb in one of the other games, like it's just. It's been rough, so I'm just so glad to see some solidification <laughs> and some confidence coming from the young guys for once. Because usually it's the other team's young guys who always show out against us. Yeah. And we are just left like bereft, like what just happened? And then when we put our guys out, they're just like, I don't know. This isn't really what I trained for, and then I get kind of blown out. So luckily now we are seeing a lot more improvement. I don't know if this is because of like ATL2 went to – MLS next now, and there's just different stakes or what have you. They, you know, the, the guys are just being under more pressure or whatever, but they're doing better. So. Steve Cook, yeah, you know the uh, the Atlanta two coach who's uh, yeah producing some better results and I think better performances and play from uh, the Atlanta two players. So yeah, it definitely could be that. And uh, yeah, it is. You know, I think uh, Michael, you always are lamenting about like, yeah, like New York Red Bulls. They'll bring on a young guy and he'll score like immediately. Caden Clark. Exactly what happened tonight? Oh. Exactly. Caden Clark, or uh, who's their striker right now? Uh, New York Red Bulls. Uh, anyway, he, he did that against us, like uh, I think earlier in the season. But uh, either way, it is that like Noah Cobb saved. Braguzan's ass today. Oh yeah, I he, <laughs> he came out. What, what was like, happening? And it's what like, happened? Make a decision. Yeah, exactly. What are like, you doing? He, what yeah, are he, you like doing? Playing, playing the ball towards the player. I mean, obviously, this is like hindsight, so this is like all like okay, you know. Uh, but it is one of those things where uh, either run out, like kick the ball. Do, do, like, make a decision. <laughs> kick um, the ball or body the ball and kick it out to the right. But he kicked it to the player, and he almost had an open goal. But Noah Cobb, last-minute tackle, and was able to clear it. <laughs> so, you know how you're saying, yeah, it's like, yeah, the, the luck and whatnot, the first goal, if uh, Wolf scored his sitter. I mean... <laughs> you know, I, yeah. it could have been another way around. So you're saying, too. so you're saying, in another, in another world, this is a three-two game. Where I was thinking it's more three-one. I think I agree with you because that honestly could have easily been a goal. So yeah, yeah I, I would yeah. say maybe in another world, 
This is a 3-2 result. Yeah. Yeah. It could have been 3-3. I mean, you know, it, it's just how we, we, we roll. We just we have only won two games in our last 11. <laughs> so, yes. Uh, game state, DP state of, uh, yeah. of the union right now. But still, like, it's not great. We did really well tonight in spite of what the circumstances. All right, let me get into this chat a little bit because we got some chatters coming in hot. Um, And before that, make sure you uh, retweet the stream, uh, like, share, comment, subscribe, do all the goodness. Yeah, please tag us in your retweets and we will retweet you too, please. You know, a little, you scratch our back, we'll scratch yours. Um, so let's see. We got, uh, sorry if I butcher your name, Crowloco CPT. He has been chatting quite a bit and, uh, he says, he says, yeah, it's a win for us. Um, I'm from LA, but move into Atlanta in 2016. I follow them more than the LA team. Well, that's because we're better than the LA team. (laughs) I was going to say like CPT, I was like captain. No, it's probably Compton, huh? (laughs) Yeah, probably. Uh, let's see. Like the the commute is not an. I was talking about how like you know some people leave early sometimes. He says the commute is not an issue, bro. If you love Atlanta, you stick it to the end. That's right, and that's why I didn't even go tonight. Actually, that's right. Avoid the the commute altogether. That's how you you know game the system. Mike, you're the man, bro. Love your podcast. It's not just my podcast. It's it's all of ours. Um. Mike, that's the second time a team scores two in a game on us. Yeah, yeah. Um, ask second about the time. Is that like a fifteenth time? Yeah, I don't know. For I don't know how far back in history we're talking here. Uh, the first yeah. half was great. We two need, games. We need Wiley in all games. Yeah, I mean, I'm, he's making yeah. a compelling argument. So, um, Gray didn't know what was up. Yeah, I mean, the guy had his shoelaces tied by Wiley all night. Um, Scrollo has a lot of messages. <laughs> we got a good squad this year. I mean, we, I mean, it's coming along. I mean, we can make a, we can be dangerous later in the second half of the season. I think. Um, yeah, I think it also depends on who we, who we bring in the in the summer though too. You got to uh, assume they're going to be great, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to assume that, like you know midfield for example i think that's that's a hole that needs to be needs to be filled maybe maybe a number 10 for uh replacement just in case almada leaves but i'm starting uh, to think he's not leaving until the winter yeah i i do too so i think i think a winger Sports. as well in replace of Araujo. i mean because as great as tyler wolf has been you're gonna need a you can't really <laughs> expect him to be like a world a world be there like you have to have like a a player that has more more experience uh and you know more more technique than him let's pause there though you bring up a very very interesting argument because tyler wolf yeah obviously with his lineage with the wolf family in austin as well uh you know his brother his dad at austin fc I mean, what kind of message does it send when we bring in a DP player that may or may not take minutes away from him, uh, and he's so far earning his minutes with goals? Now, can he continue this scoring streak? 
probably unlikely, but it is one of those kind of like, it's a thought experiment of does it affect what Tyler Wolf, uh, you know, how he might take that, you know, even though, yeah, you know, I think ultimately it is, he's a young kid, he might realize, okay, you know, I had this chance here, you know, if I continue to prove myself, Maybe they don't have to bring it. It's going to be it's going to be the same. It's going to be the exact same scenario that Wiley and Etienne have. They're going to bring in a high TAM level player for a winger, in my opinion, and they're going to battle it out. Wolf versus this guy. Wiley versus Etienne. Wiley is ending up performing better, so he gets called up. So I think that that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the more confidence you have on the team, for it's it's the better. I mean, we've we've seen that kind of. A bit with that Lanny United already. Um, the midfield, I think, is an example of that. Um, you have like Sadich, Rosetto, Ibarra, all really pushing each other. And then also, like you said, like the the wingers as well, Derek, um, you know, Wiley, and whoever else, whoever else comes in. So yeah, I mean, I think regardless of Wolf is a starter or not, I think going forward, I think he could be a really um, key player to this team's success. I mean, Pineda's clearly like clearly rates him based on like what. He's he's said in press conferences about about him, and I think if he keeps if he keeps performing like this, there's no there's no reason to why he shouldn't be a important player for for this team because he he just has something a, a bit different. Well, you know what? He's got the best scoring prowess that uh, yeah in the box, except for the sitter. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll say one last thing about Tyler. I mean, hey Tyler, Tyler here. If you're listening, here, come closer, come closer. <laughs> So if you're if you um if you want to start in MLS, come closer for that Riz. You can you can go to another team and start there if you think that you're worth it and you can do it. I'm perfectly happy with seeing your career move on to the next stage and you become a threat in MLS or somewhere else. That's perfectly fine. Um, so if that's if that's got you you know in a problem, then. You can always go somewhere else, and then you can show out there, and we can be like, oh, man, he used to be great for us, and now he's on another team. So kind of like how I feel like with uh, you know, like John Gallagher a little bit, where I was watching him crush yeah, it on John Austin. Gallagher, man. So, yeah, he's playing right wing back, and it's like, oh, man, he's scoring goals from there. And, but, I mean, yeah, defensively and, uh, you know, I think passing-wise, his stats – They'll look the best. Yeah. But I mean, I, I personally strike. don't think he's ready, but I'm just saying, if he wants to. Listen, that was a little heart to heart for me and Tyler there, you know. So. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, we'll uh, we'll clip that. Somebody will clip that, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll make sure Tyler will see that. Right. We'll tweet at Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> we will not do that, but. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Uh, but I love that moment, man. I I didn't see a. a iota of it but uh because in discord we can't see you but uh but i felt it i'm, gl- I'm glad i'm glad you felt it <laughs> all right let me read a couple of the more comments so we have lightning 0491 saying it's official wolf has to keep starting uh glue etienne to the bench man i don't know if i want to use glue glue but like <laughs> i mean i he's making an argument i'll say it's yeah. a very cogent argument yeah i mean mm-hmm. i mean and I, I mean i can't he had he's not been he's been below expectation clearly i mean recently he's slowly i think gotten a bit better but at this point if you have 
<laughs> if you have Wiley and Wolf scoring goals, then you're obviously going to take them ahead of Etienne. So he's in a bit of a tough, tough position here. Um, because you know you have two two teenagers outperform outperforming you pretty on a pretty high level. More than halfway into the season, so yeah, yeah. more than halfway into the season, and I think he's on zero goals, maybe an assist. Yeah, maybe. Like, no, he won't. Not great, you know. Like that's that's a pretty terrible return when he got nine and six last year. So. But, All right, let me read uh, a little more of these. Crollo, I don't know what's going to happen on September eighteenth. Um, we're going way too far. <laughs> I I looked. Yeah. I don't think Atlanta's playing that day, so I don't have an opinion on it. Um, or it's it might like be three a, months from now. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Um, Lightning says, "I feel like Etienne has the talent, but I've seen a lot of plays where he gets he gets to where the ball gets to him and the play just dies at his feet." Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, we've we've said that before. It's definitely a re- a returning kind of theme with that. Um, and it really has to be like once in a while he gets another chance to redeem himself. And if he can progress the play and create chances, assists, goals, things like that, then he'll start making another argument. And then we can have this conversation again about whether or not he can come back into the starting 11. But at the minute, like, yeah. like to solidify his spot, because I feel like you have to be like, let's say at this point, like, you know, 60, 40 Wolf versus Etienne at this point. Because you have to at least give Etienne a chance to claw his way back, right? Well, I don't even think it's against Wolf. It's it's against. Oh, sorry, Wiley. not I mean, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I meant Wiley. But, There's, it's yeah. too W. It's very confusing. It's true. It's true. And but I think it's also this. This is this is the interesting thing about tonight is that okay. So the three players that are the attacking midfielders tonight uh, are tonight versus what we usually play out and trot out, which is Derek Etienne, Thiago Almada, Luis Araujo. They, the ball all die with them. They are not as direct as what was happening tonight. And the players tonight kept it simple, which is exactly what we needed, exactly what we need to do. And that's why it looked so much better. Now, uh, you know, there were some kind of, I guess, yeah, moments. Do you think, you think Pineda wrote on the chalkboard K I S S? Yeah, uh, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, I doubt it. But, we're gonna have to ask. Uh, uh, we're gonna have to ask our reporters that we have in the Discord. That's right. We have official Land United reporters in our Discord. So if you want to talk with them, and if you don't want to use Twitter, we have access to them, and you can go say hi. You, I'm, I'm giving them, them more work. In chat. I'm giving yeah, them more exactly work right, right now, and they'll be happy to have it. Right. And I think that's the thing. It's like it's a. As we're talking about scratch uh, backs and all that, so, you know, I think we can give ideas that they can ask. So that helps. But, yeah, I mean, if you guys yeah. have questions, let us hear them, and we can put them out in the universe. And then maybe, maybe a Tyler Pilgrim, maybe a Sydney Hunt, maybe a Tommy, maybe a uh, 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 Henry. Maybe these types can go over there and be like, "Hey, not they won't say, oh, Atlanta United Fan TV said this,' but they will maybe ask that question." Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, yeah, you know, on that hero ball that I was talking about earlier and the lack of in this match, I mean, I think that's what just led to just more entertaining kind of match because, you know, when we dribbled, the guys that were dribbling really were not the attacking midfielders. 
Uh, I mean, Machop Chol, when he came on, yes, he was very direct. I mean, his first play, pretty much, uh, you know, with the, the shot that uh, was just wide. But also, Andrew Gutman, I mean, so, so direct. At least three different instances where he just ran at the defense and they couldn't do anything about it. Had to foul. And other than that, I mean, it's just like we kept it simple. We, you know, kept it buzzing along, crisp passes and moving. And yes, maybe not every single ball that was forward was the cleanest ball or, you know, like, yeah, there, there was some like Abara. He tried some passes that were like, you know, you could see the, the vision, but he didn't just, just didn't put enough of the, uh, the bend on it or uh, enough weight on it. But yeah, I mean, it was just, it was thoroughly better to watch the night than a lot of the just maddening watching the ball die at the feet where they eventually pass it into the legs of the defense because nobody else was moving because everybody else was ball watching. And I'm not going to say correlation is causation, but Etienne and Arujo are not on the starting 11. So, Yeah, exactly. So it's like, well, you, know, you got runners, you got people that are keeping it simple. I mean, hey, you know, like it's something that we should probably do more. Yeah, uh, let me hit up. Suggest. Let me hit up a couple more of these so we can finish it out, and then I'll we can get your your uh, summation. Uh, the local pundit says, "To be fair, ATL battled back." Yeah, we did. I mean, yeah, we were. I mean, we were pushing the envelope the entire time, and every goal for. I mean, except for. I mean, I mean, it's stupid to say the first goal was against the run of play, but I feel like it was just because the rest of it was against the run of play. So. Um, it's like right. retroactively <laughs> against the replay. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, technically it is. Uh, yeah. But yeah, also shout out to local pundit. Uh, I did a uh, an episode with them. They're a brand new podcast. Uh, and they started out in LA, so uh, yeah, you know they're going to kind of pretty much talk with a bunch of people that are uh, locals to their cities, and that's including us. So check them out on YouTube, Instagram. And, uh, give a watch. Guess that makes us local pundits. <laughs> Alright, well, we will tweet that out. We'll give him a little, you know, a little love on Twitter. Um, Strong, always in the chat. Love to have you, man. Saying, hey guys, I'm here. I don't have anything to comment on right now. Um, that's because we did everything Good. perfectly. That's why. Oh. <laughs> and, and I will have him I will have him be on record saying we played this game perfectly and there are nothing, nothing that needs to be changed. Nothing could have been done better because that's the only reason why he'd have no comment. So that's what I would say. Yeah, somebody has kidnapped Strong. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, he's usually one of the more opinionated types. Who's this imposter? <laughs> why is it your sister? <laughs> yeah, right. Get her off of your account. <laughs> Elliot Beaven says Atlanta should go for a CMDP. I agree. I think yeah. a CDM type of one, like a maybe, um, yeah, like 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 a, like we've talked about so many times in the 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 family of Dar- Darlington Nabby is a, is the kind of DP we I need to have. Yeah, I think yeah, that's interesting. Go ahead. Yeah, that goes that goes forward. That can that has the ability to. It's offensive minded. Has has the vision. I think. I think defensive midfielder. I think. I'm I'm fine with having a Barra or, or whoever whoever there, 
but I think a you need like a an eight or a more like somebody that can play as an eight or, or a ten or some both maybe like yeah. somebody that, that we're we're definitely gonna have that. I feel like that that's like a that's like definitely gonna happen. <laughs> so um, I think the less likely is like the debates about uh, like wingers or elsewhere where that you expend the DP and then. The uh, like uh, Largoway is always talking about how he wants to spend DP money on the spine, and yeah. if you rule out CBs, which we probably can, then it's like where else are you putting that DP? And if it's like a given, we have a DP at striker. We have a given that we have a DP at a ten. Then where else is it going? My argument is probably for like you know, like a defensive lying midfielder, but it could be somewhere else, center or something like that. So I mean, the argument is there. It could be interesting. I just the way I envision my soccer theory is like. You get the ball from defense to defensive midfield slash midfield, midfield to like attacking midfield slash offense, and then that to offense. And if you have that, if you have like a key, like Darlington Abbey like player in every one of those positions, that ball's getting through there. It's just going. It's on a conveyor belt at that point. Whereas if you have a broken link in that chain somewhere along the way, you have what we've been looking at for the last couple years of Atlanta United which is interceptions, red passes, backwards passes, lateral, not knowing what to do with it, slow, you know, plotting attack. So that's the way I see it. That's the way I'm hoping. Yeah, and it's a great point. I think, uh, yeah, maybe a deep line playmaker, uh, you know, that that would be interesting. I think, yeah, more in the Darlington Nagby mold or even, uh, yeah, I mean, even more so, I think that what you're saying, Niall, like uh, an eight. 10 hybrid yeah. Uh, definitely yeah to because Amar Sadich played that role today. Uh, he it was pretty much like dual eights pretty much uh, yeah and uh, I mean it was okay at times uh, I think you know he was able to, to turn on a dime decently uh, but I mean I think uh, you know I think there's an upgrade clearly that we could uh, we'd have and yeah I mean Fortune and Sadich Sadich were able to, I think, hold down the fort well enough uh, and pass and move well enough. But yeah, I think there's somebody that, um, yeah, I, we just need more goals from our central midfielders because it's just it's non-existent pretty much at the moment. And you know, I think our fullbacks are outscoring them, our center backs are outscoring them. Uh, Luis Arujo was not outscoring them, but, you know. Uh, <laughs> he should be. Should be, you know. But Tyler Wolf definitely is. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway. It's, uh, yeah. it's just one of those, like, yeah, you just cannot have a black hole from every one of your central midfielders. Like, it's just not, not conducive to uh, a top side. I mean, that's, yeah. I think, pretty telltale why we're in fifth or sixth. Yeah, I mean, the only reason we're in favor six is because we have Almada and Gigi, essentially, too. So, yeah. Yeah, it is true. And, uh, and Miles Robinson, too. Yeah. But, I mean, you wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it. We could have literally the twos in the back line every game. Because of, I mean, cause what, I mean we're the most conceding team. I don't know if that's still the statistic, but we're the most, up until reason, we're the most conceding yeah. team in the probably, entire MLS. So Probably somewhere else. Yeah. Yeah, we were, uh, yeah, definitely top or second yeah. to uh, 
but it's yeah. yeah so you wouldn't know we had like elite national team players on our back line. <laughs> that's what it is, man. It's like <laughs> it, it just it, it's baffling. You know, it's just like it doesn't make any sense on paper. We should be yeah, you know, at least middle of the pack. We're better. Mm-hmm. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. uh, let me fi- let me finish off one or two more of these. Um, Lightning says we don't need a DP on the wing. We need a eight or six that connect a defense to offense that allow Amada to stay high. So that's pretty much what we were talking about. That actually hits both of what we were talking about. So that's perfect comment. Um, and that's your perfect comment of tonight. Uh, Elliot says wish Conte came to Atlanta. Um, yeah, I mean he's not gonna. But like <laughs> that would be interesting. Do you have any comments on that? He would demand way too high wages. I mean, exactly. And he's he's what he's thirty. But, but he's, he's one thirty two. Yeah, yeah. But, and he's clearly interested in the bag. So you know. Yeah, you're not gonna get that. <laughs> yeah, he's Which chasing the bag. That's you know? fair. Yeah, you know, like he's such a humble guy. But I mean, yeah, you know, he also came from nothing and. He's won pretty much everything. So that's Saudi money. I mean, uh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Like, would I do it? <laughs> Probably not. But I, I, you can't pay I me can't. enough to live in Saudi Arabia. So, <laughs> um, no offense to Saudi Arabians, but that that country is just not for me. Um, yeah. yeah. Let's see. Uh, so, uh, local pundit was telling me LAFC are up early against Seattle one zero. Fortunately, I've not tuned into anything going on in the MLS right now, but that's interesting. I mean, that's kind of to be expected. Yeah. It's interesting for Western jockeying positioning in the standing, so we'll see how that goes. Um, <laughs> Local Pundit says, thank you, AJ. You're a great guy. So we both got We go about accolades tonight. Now all we need is someone to say, Niall, you did a great job, aside from what I just did. <laughs> <laughs> Now you're doing a great job, man. <laughs> Cesar Abara says, uh, "Will Atlanta go get a big name in the transfer portal?" Uh, yeah, portal. So, uh, so the question, portal. I guess, I don't. Know, yeah, I had to double check and look at that. But Uh-oh. I mean, hey, why not? Um, <laughs> you know, that sounds that sounds awesome. I mean, yeah, because you know. I'm I'm envisioning like Thanos walking through, but it's actually like messy. Right. Like that would be pretty cool. Exactly. Oh, and he's got the gauntlets. Oh shit! He's just carrying all his trophies. Want to see that? Yeah, exactly. Somebody has to make that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right, get I mean, get on that internet. Yeah, right. It's true. It's true. So uh, yeah, we should, I, you know, I'll reframe calling it the transfer portal from now on because that's way cooler than the transfer yeah. window. Yeah, they're just like warping in, like in uh, in like end game. Another dimension. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm gonna alter the question a little bit to say, um, like, would would it make sense? For Atlanta to target a big name, older, kind of like looking to retire slash like superstar, versus you know doing what we've been doing, which is the young kind of South American phenom type thing. I mean, okay. oh, go ahead, go ahead, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think definitely somewhere up there in terms of experience, but you don't, at the same time though, I, I think that you want a person that can stay with the club for for a while like you don't want somebody that is just going to come in for a year or, or, or two for me like for me i would want somebody that yeah but what if that guy scores you an mls cup winner 
I mean, maybe, but at the same time, I, I think a lot of people have been complaining about the the fact that we have players coming in and, and then just sort of uh, leaving. Yeah, um, revolving door. Revolving door, and, and I think what this club needs is is, is stability. So if you want to bring a, a guy in, like for me, I, I just, I mean, sure that model might work for other clubs like a Miami or something like that, but for me, I just don't think it works for a club like like Atlanta. Um, so I, I think that you would bring a guy maybe who's like 28, somewhere somewhere in late 20s, but not too not too old who has who has experience. Um, just some, just somebody that I think would that would, as we described, be like an eight or a, a hybrid eight ten um, that would be able to link from the defense to the offense. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. How about you, AJ? So. You know, uh, speaking of Ballon d'Or winners, uh, if we're going to go that route, and, you know, Jude Bellingham just signed for Real Madrid. So, you know who might be surplus to requirements? Modric, who is also linked to us in the past. Oh, yeah, yeah. Does it make too much sense? I would die if that happened. I love Modric. I I would be bouncing off the walls if that happened. I mean, you'd get them. I would just change your entire. <laughs> so we're not all like Real Madrid fanboys here, but no, you you are you are a psychopath <laughs> if you don't like respect and also admire just exactly. the character and who Modric is. So yeah, listen, he he's a former Tottenham player, but <laughs> I respect that he is a world beater, yeah, and world. if. If he came to MLS, why would we not? I mean, the guy's ageless, and you know, if Messi can do it, we don't know yet. I think Modric, Modric can do it. And, yeah, uh, agree. I mean, well, not too far. In that hybrid eight ten thing that you're talking about, it it just this bleeds sense. Garth Lugger. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody needs to like, put Garth Lagerwey on the phone right now. And Call him up. Call him yeah. up. You got Darren Hill's phone number, right? Can't do, isn't there some kind of like connection you can do? Ooh. That's true. I mean, he was there when uh, he was playing for Spurs. So there's probably at He's least like, some speed dial. Foundation referred. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, all right, guys. Uh, get your comments and questions in because we're going to wrap up that part of the show. Um Elliot says, yeah, it'd be really cool if he comes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he's going to, but that would be really cool. <laughs> Ain't going to happen, but you know what? Uh, uh, why not? Let's speak it into the system. Oh, uh, Strunk finally speaks up, and then he's going to be a Debbie, Debbie Downer and say that he's voiced that he wants to stay at Real, so okay, fine. <laughs> it's fair. Oh, well. well, that's the thing. It's like you got Tony Cruz there, too. You got, yeah, you know. Danny Ceballos, which, I mean, that's not eh. taking any minutes from them. But, uh, yeah, it's like there is a world where they don't need everybody. Yeah, I mean, they have way, I think they have way too many midfielders now, especially with right. Vinga, Bellingham. Oh, man, it's a lot. It is a lot. They're aging. They're, mm-hmm. you know, we're talking about, you know, bringing big, big name players and, uh, you know, on big money. I think we're a team that can afford it. We have a DP spot open now too. So uh. <laughs> yeah, I, w- I would just—I'd be head over heels. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. 
Again, it's just a dumb saying, head over heels. It's got to be uh, heels over head, right? Because, like, you fall over. But whatever. True. Anyway, that's just, like, a weird uh, thing. I shit. Yeah, someone needs to check, double-check their work. <laughs> Maybe it's a gymnast term. Who knows? I don't know. Either way. Uh, let's, Strong let's says let's Mbappe's up for sale. Uh, no, he's not. <laughs> no, he's not. <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, let's let Niall uh, summarize his thoughts. And, uh, yeah. Uh, and then I'm going to ask you a really, really important question after this, Niall. So, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I think, overall, you take the point. It's one of those, one of those matches where a draw does... For me, anyway, kind of feel like a feel like a win in my books, especially considering um, the fact that you didn't have any DPs playing. It was mostly a bunch of homegrowns who had something to prove. Um, lots of promising signs, you know. A Johnny Nick Firmino got his debut goal. Um, a lot of the young players stepped up. They showed a ton of grit, especially after conceding once and then conceding again. Um, very easy to drop your heads in that case, but they didn't, and, and you were able to find something from from this match, and you take the, you take the point, and then you move on, and then you play again on Saturday against Red Bulls with the, definitely a stronger stronger lineup, and you see what you can what you can get from there. Um, so yeah, I mean, at this point, uh, you just it would be really nice to to get a win at Red Bulls. Um, but, but, but we'll see. I mean, yeah. All right, yeah. Niall. Um, I got to ask you, now that you're part of the team, you, would you like, would you subject yourself to being added to the wheel of forfeit? Yeah, sure. <laughs> All right. We'll put him we'll right. in as, as one of the... Uh, That's a good sport. <laughs> as, one, as one of the uh, sacrificial lambs for tonight. So, um, yeah. I, I owe the stream two things. I have been extremely busy. I've I have like no scared. You know, He's been work. scared. I don't. I'm totally not scared, but <laughs> totally owe you guys a bunch of things. So yes, it's gonna happen. All right. It's gonna um, be me again. I'm sure. <laughs> all right. So you guys talk for a little bit while That's I set right. this yeah. while I set this thing up. Yeah, it's gonna be a trifecta. I mean, I owe you guys uh, some red ass, well, <laughs> attempted red ass. I know it sounds really. Weird well, when you put it like that, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I owe yeah. you guys some red ass. Yeah, I owe you guys yeah. some ass. So, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but uh, but and then a special skill. So, um, the special skill, I'm gonna leave it up to you guys. You let me know in the chat. Uh, it's gonna be between. Playing some music or making food? What do you want me to do? Ooh, okay. Who are you making the food for? Ooh, I want myself. I want... <laughs> ah, come on. Maybe you guys. That's cap. Come on. Okay. <laughs> come on, make a little like like I don't know bento box for us or something. Come on. A bento. Oh man, not. not I mean, I've, I've made some bento boxes before actually, so you know, don't don't test me. But, uh... <laughs> Food sounds. I actually good. thought about making. Yeah, I actually thought about making uh, kimbap. 
which I don't know if you guys know what that is. But, that sounds uh, Korean. What is that? You're correct. You are correct. <laughs> it is. I live on Beaufort Highway, <laughs> so like right by it. So I know. You know. Exactly. I mean, it's like you could just do osmosis. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man! All right. Well, so yeah, I could roll up some Korean sushi. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I'm gonna make it. All right. Now we might be the benefits of this, so we'll see. We'll find out. Yeah. Possible. Possible. We. Uh, yeah. No. We. Uh... Oh, Elliot, I do not like where your head's at right now. He's saying oh, wow. that he should make something. So it's kind of like a like a like a catch twenty two. So, like, he, he wants you to make food as your special skill, but make it so spicy that it hurts us. No. Yes. Oh, no. aliens? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh. So, I am, I am going to, um, uh, I'm just going to real quickly ban <laughs> Elliot Beaven from the chat. I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> unbanned. Elliot, you're unbanned. <laughs> All right. Uh, I also have to answer. Cesar Ibarra asks for is Bocanera going to Rangers? We got to put that to bed. He is not, unfortunately. I mean, honestly, no, that would be cool in his it. career. Good for him. He's not going there. He's staying here for now. But you know what? It's indicative of him looking for jobs. Meaning Lagare probably gave him the letter saying, "Hey, man, we're going to go in a different direction." So it could be, man. Yeah, it could be where he uh, maybe it's not a letter, but it's like, hey, you know what? It'd be cool be okay if you started looking for other jobs <laughs> he's like it might behoove you <laughs> to reach yeah. out to update your linkedin and resume <laughs> right exactly like have you updated your resume lately <laughs> no reason just checking i never, I never have what, what are you talking about like <laughs> i got yeah. this job because of you know uh nepotism what do you think <laughs> seriously yeah. all right so here is the wheel for the name selection hopefully it's not me tonight Hopefully it's not Here me. we go. Now, Niall, it should be you, honestly, for, but you know. Oh! It's Niall! It is Niall. It's me? Yeah, it's Niall. It was almost me, but it landed on you. Wow. Wait, so what do I have to do? So okay. it's I don't know. We're going to find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll find out. We'll find out. We haven't found out yet. But, <sighs> man, that's it's a night of debutante uh, things. I'm not going to call this goal scoring. <laughs> Yeah, what it is, man! Wow. wow. All right, so Niall, here are your possible fates. You have one to do a soccer, sk- film yourself doing a soccer skills challenge. You can, we, can, you know, you figure that out. Whatever you feel like doing, um, you can do a special talent, which is an incredibly vague term for whatever you think would be interesting and funny to put on the internet. Uh, Red ass game is what AJ was talking about earlier. Where <laughs> AJ, you want to explain that one because you're the expert. Yeah, sure. So, uh, basically, um, yeah, uh, whoever it is takes a crack at you from the penalty spots while you have to bend over and possibly take it on the cushiony part. On the cheeks. Oh. On the cheeks. <laughs> so, so, uh... They one shot, but if they're actually... One opportunity. Thing, if, yeah, exactly. <laughs> M&M. So... Uh, eight mile. So we did do this once with AJ, and we freaking missed. I was off by like a centimeter. It grazed him. Uh, I'll, I'll always – that's my – you know, everyone talks about their big games they didn't show up for. That was mine. Um, <laughs> that was so, your Arujo. <laughs> that was oh. my Arujo, yeah. 
Um, so now we have then then we have the spicy challenge, which is which is a tablespoon of my delicious ghost pepper sauce. Oh, um, uh, no, <laughs> I'm withdrawing from that. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last one is dressing up for the next time you come onto the stream. So you come in in some kind of fun, silly costume or whatever. So I one of the times I did, I just put like a wig on from Halloween. Um, and I was thinking like the other time I have some other things like, uh, like I have a tuxedo that I was just like, yeah, I was put that on at one point, you know, if, if it ever lands on me again, just for ideas to get your, your head going. So those are the ideas. And, uh, and now we're going to do the spin to see what it is. The costume one sounds fun. I wouldn't mind if it landed on that. <laughs> All right, here we go. We'll see. It is the soccer skill challenge. Oh! <laughs> I don't have any soccer skills without trying. <laughs> yeah, I think right. An easy one uh, might be just to like hit the crossbar, or uh, you can try to do some keepy uppies. Uh, and the worse yeah. you're at it, probably the better. It's gonna be fun. It'll be funny. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I failed to do it. <laughs> Niall, I don't know if you watched one episode where we had Mark do a special skill of doing jump rope. <laughs> it's like he was just like, "All right, I got to do like twenty-five or in a row or whatever." And he's just like, "All right, one, two, three, four, fuck, one, two, three, fuck, one, two, fuck, one, two, fuck." <laughs> it wasn't that bad, but it was pretty funny. I can't jump rope. That would that would probably be me too. I'd be like. <laughs> I mean, hey, he got to choose it, so I'm not gonna. Like, oh, man. Is what it is. All right, so amazing. Uh, yeah, so if uh, yeah, basically we might have three to show on Saturday, so uh, we'll get that going. We'll make that happen, and uh, I'll at least do the ones that I owe. Yeah. Uh, but, okay. Pay what you owe. But, yes. <laughs> but Niall, man, with the debut wheel of forfeit, man, that's. And it's well, probably the easiest one of the group, so you know, ha be be happy. Yes. I am. I'm glad I didn't get the ghost pepper one because. Yeah. Oh, because you can ask, you can ask Patrick Fender to the stream. It's not a fun time. I had to do it twice. Also, not a fun time. Um, <laughs> So, oh, I just want to read a couple more comments before we conclude. Um, Merrick Gollin says, uh, Galad, wow, I can read, uh, says, Almada might be leaving in January. Yeah, I think that's probably most likely. Yeah. I don't see him moving in the summer window. I just, unless it's like yeah. a just, a, a, unless they just, they freaking send it when it comes to the bag. I just don't see it, though. Um, yeah. The local pundit says, I'll come on and make bologna with AJ. So, Okay. He can do that. Yeah, that's uh, that's some like bachelor shit for sure. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, you guys are bachelors, maybe. I don't know. I don't know what the situation is. I, so. I think he's married. I think he's married, but yeah. Yeah, there you go. Um, Baraka says, "We yet again, we yet again bust case, but I'm not complaining." That might be a term I'm not familiar of. What I don't know what bust case means. Niall, you're a resident young person, so what the frick does that mean? I don't even know what that means either. Like, what is that? Bust case? I've bust never case. heard to say that. Uh, uh, look it up on a side browser, uh, Michael, on Urban Dictionary. 
Well, I, have, okay. I have a feeling it was probably just typos, but Baraka, please clarify yeah. what you meant in chat <laughs> before you send me on a wild goose chase. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, bus case is a term for someone in Britain being found not guilty and being let free. So. Wait. I'm going to bet that that's not what he meant. But, uh, <laughs> we, I mean, it could be we yet again get free, but I'm not complaining. I don't know. It could be. Who knows? Like, it's like it's kind of like yeah. we broke out of jail in this game. Like a jail-free car? I don't know. I don't know. I'm stretching a bit here, boys. Yeah, me too. Definitely. So, yeah. And then I think there's one more. So, fun streak. Thanks, Elliot. Um, and Strong says there are more than two months left in the summer transfer window. Yeah, yeah, we know. Um, I still don't think Omada's going in the summer window, so that's just my opinion. I, I yeah, think... reports have pretty much said that he's uh, at least you know the front office is not thinking about this window. It's probably going to be the next window. Yeah. And uh, again, like we we're saying, if we're blown away by an offer, then possibly. Uh, but I think it's also posturing from the best standpoint in that hey you know the front office should say that they should be like no we're, we have no intention of moving it because that is the strongest negotiating position that's right art of the deal aj right here <laughs> art of the deal. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> all right everyone well that concludes the show for tonight thanks for stopping by thanks for coming to hang out um, we look forward to seeing you guys on Saturday. We'll be uh, away taking on New York Red Bulls. Um, and Niall, if you want to say anything else, and then AJ, if you can close us out. Well, was good. Was, was a good, uh, fun match today, and hopefully we get a win against that energy drink team. <laughs> Where can they good find team. you, Niall? Oh, yes. uh, Faruqi Niall on, on Twitter. Um, so if you want to shout me out or just talk then i'm happy for that so and yeah i so, once again thank everybody here at lane night fan tv for having me so yeah thanks buddy love it and we love having you and uh yeah so we will not have uh, a podcast this week uh yeah this will pretty much serve as the episode you can catch on your podcatchers and everything else uh yeah pretty much uh we kind of talked about the new york red bulls match <laughs> a little tiny preview, itty bitty preview, but uh, <laughs> these week these yeah, these weekday yeah. matches are tough, guys. I mean, you know, it is yeah, what it is. Absolutely. We have we have lives and jobs, so you know. <laughs> exactly, and, uh, but you know, definitely New York Red Bulls. Uh, let, let's get to here's our preview. What's your uh, what's your prediction for the uh, the scoreline, Nile? Uh, I'm gonna go two one win Atlanta. Oh, okay. So we're going to do the double against New York Rebels this season. Oh, interesting. Okay. Uh, Michael, what's your what's your predicted storyline? 2-2 two, two draw. 2-2 two, two draw. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, unfortunately going 1-1 one, one draw. So, uh, yeah, definitely not the most positive. You're, oh, yeah. You're saying 1-1 one, one draw against the, for the team that, that has the least – or that has the most goals conceded against Bay, almost, and the most goals scored in the league, and you say 1-1 draw? Okay. I, I think it's 1-1 draw because it's this. You know, like New Rebels, we we have a hard time scoring against them. 
and they, yeah, they haven't been great this season. But have we been winning games? No. So Didn't I have a hard time scoring against them last time we played them. Yeah. True, but that was a different story at home. I think that was, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it, it was, I don't think it's a, a, a replicable. Yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. Well, anyway. Okay, well, uh, let us know what you guys think uh, in terms of that in the comments below in the actual video. Yeah, like let AJ know why he's wrong, please, in, in the chat. chat. Yeah, you could do that. I could be wrong. Yeah, you know what? But I think uh, if if you were a betting man, probably bet on a draw. Like, I would put my money on a draw right now. Uh, that's pretty much like, what, uh, 9 of 11 of the, uh, you know, the last results. Yeah, if history anyway. has any, you know, sway over this, yeah. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, anyway, guys, thank you so much for watching. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe. You guys have been awesome in the chats. Nile, you've been awesome. Michael, you've been awesome. I've been AJ. 